I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. The number is to call tonight, 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. Lines are always open. Call in and talk about the topic tonight. We're grateful to be heard all over the country, thanks to various program directors who have chosen this show, put on the air. Thank them. Please call them and thank them. Send them emails. Also, we'd like to thank TalkStreamLive.com for linking to some of those stations so you can hear us on the internet and also our affiliate straight from the board affiliate aftermath.fm we're on from 7 7 p.m to 10 p.m monday through friday so check us out at aftermath.fm if you miss a show or you want to uh, go back and listen to some past shows you can always subscribe to aftermath.media that's aftermath.media we have a subscription that is good for a budget any budget so be sure to check out uh you know what you can afford to invest because the show is uh, there. We have all kinds of study groups. We have social media videos. We have, uh, you know, documents and, and things you can do to do your own investigations and your own research. If you want to take the time to do that, it's there for you. And it's important that you join today. Go to aftermath.media. That's aftermath.media. So today I was noticing, well, yesterday I was noticing that fall is fell. Um, autumn in the air, trees, uh, leaves changing colors. The rain is back in, in Oregon. That's awesome. I mean, I know that a lot of people in the Midwest are having a heat wave right now, and I don't understand that again, you know, the, the idea of geoengineering, but a wet autumn here, uh, that means we're going to have a very cold and wet winter. I think, um, gives me an excuse to just kind of sit at home in the dark and drink coffee. (laughs) That's what I do. That's what you do in the Pacific Northwest actually, is you, you basically sit around and uh, it's dark in the house. It's kind of cool. You put on your sweater and uh, you drink a lot of coffee. And I sit in front of the computer, do a lot of studying. It kind of makes you feel a little introspect. But it just seems like uh, we, you know, we went th- through a drought the whole summer. And I guess we will see everything even out with the winter, except for COVID nineteen. Of course, uh, America is, of course, vaccinating everybody at a good clip and it started to feel like we could get back to normalish life soon because of well this was back what in july we were told oh we'll be able to get back to normal but nope the president said yesterday that this isn't going to happen until we see 98 percent or more of americans jab poke prodded and booster shot until they are drowning in mrna poison that's his that's his statement he said this as he rolled up his sleeves yesterday on live tv got a booster shot Something that was praised by the mainstream media as, as how he is shining. He's a shining example to be followed. And I just, I don't know about you, but it just seems like the the media outnumbers those of us who think. <laughs> what I mean by that is the presidential ass kissing is really getting old already. It's I mean, it's it's been old from the very beginning, especially when we see through the BS and wonder when we are all say enough is enough okay stop it stop this nonsense you know we want to get on with our lives guys please and, and look it has nothing to do with whether or not you get the vaccine it has nothing to do with whether or not you get the boosters it has everything to do with the fact that everything is now again coming to a halt and we don't need to do this you know we don't need to fire people we don't need to you know, we don't need to require you know, vaccines. Let people live. Let the country get back to normal. But 
But, 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 I mean, don't let me tell you. New polls are beginning to show how true crime has taken its toll. And it's no touch tortures people worried about the awkwardness of reclaiming to social life. They, they're worried about returning to commutes. They're worried about returning to office work that added to their stress, chipped away at their quality of life. And they're worried about returning to a new normal that looks much like the old normal. They're demanding the new normal now. It's, it's crazy. I mean, it's not like we didn't see this coming, right? I mean, people are actually, there are actually two kinds of worry here that we're dealing with. One is the anxiety we feel about doing anything we haven't had to do in a while. And the other is the worry about returning to a normal we'd rather not come back to. I've had this problem at home because my wife and I on Saturday and Sunday used to pick a movie. We'd go out to the movie. We'd go out to the theater and see a movie. And the reason why is because, of course, being in the media, I could get a discounted movie and we, we could go see it. And it was kind of like, you get your strawberry milkshake, I get my latte or my, my, my mocha or whatever. We sit, we watch a movie, and the movie basically is something that I use for homework and shows. It's very inspiring. Don't go to the movies much anymore. Sit at home, I watch it on HBO, Max, or whatever. And so, you know, that's that's all I got. Other than I'm paying nineteen ninety nine for a freaking movie that's going to either suck or it's going to be fantastic. And so that's one of the things, worrying back, going back and saying, well, we're going to go to a movie and we're going to subject ourselves to mask wearing and, you know, touching our nose and patting our tummy and rubbing our head or whatever we have to do to get in to see the movie. Whether we're going to get popcorn or jujubes, anybody's guess. But anyway, so that's the thing. A lot of people are worried about returning to a normal that they don't want to go back to. They, 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 they realize, hey, there's a lot of stress less. Uh, than there was before. I don't have to get up early. I can walk around in my pajamas and my slippers, sip coffee, look at the darkness, and 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 uh, and uh, type. Did you know that I used to get up every day at around eight or nine o'clock? I'd take a shower, get on my clothes, drive all the way downtown, or take a car all the way downtown to sit in my office, write my show, and then by three o'clock, four o'clock, my producers like Wes and Ron would come rolling in. We'd put together montages up until around six or seven o'clock and that's what we used to do now i wake up i take my time around the house i I sit up wrap the blanket around me look over some things on the phone take a shower go downstairs make myself a cup of coffee sit in front of the computer type up a show in about an hour and two hours whatever Uh, west calls me on the phone he asks me what kind of montages tonight i tell him what to do i tell him what to put together and then you know the rest is basically kicking back and waiting to go into work and it's a lot easier that way. And I don't know if I wanted to go back to an office setting ever again. I really don't. And there, of course, uh, there's, well, you know, the pandemic, of course, has broke open public discourse around issues that are either typically sidestepped, like, for example, mental health. People are struggling with mental health. Now we're talking about it openly. Uh, all this was accepted with little resistance, like the rigidity of the modern workday. It was like, okay, the modern workday is, is difficult, but now... We're not resisting the idea of going back to the office. We want to stay home. People are addicted to to basically staying at home, and a lot of people are fearful, and they're addicted to this fear. It's it's not by accident. I mean, this is how a criminal tortures and psychologically breaks down their target, creating an alternative personality that goes against common sense or even the desire to fight or the desire to do anything. You're you're losing your ability to care. You're losing your ability to want to do things. It's like a victim of an attack. Or a hostage that has Stockholm Syndrome that has a hard time dealing with things like, of course, PTSD or agoraphobia. It's horrible what has been done to people. It's horrible how 
what has happened has been this all-consuming affair. And I was ranting last night on Ambiance Zero how I'm just getting tired, damn tired of COVID-19 and how oblivious people are to what I see as criminal activity that has put us in this awkward and terrifying position. Before I did Ground Zero, I was a producer of a number of successful morning shows. Most of them were local shows, but others went on to be syndicated. And from, you know, the trashy to the juvenile funnies, I was behind the production and writing a booking of guests, writing and, and some of the funniest bits I'd write, sometimes stupid cliche morning show bits that you'd hear about. That, of course, back then we thought they were new. Now they're getting old. You've heard of all of them, actually. If you if you listen to the news or you listen to the morning show, you hear morning show bits that have always been a staple and one of the staple reports is idiot criminals in the news. Moron criminals in the news or moron crime in the news or whatever. In fact, if you Google idiot criminals, you'll get a mountain of examples of criminals who think they're brilliant only to make a mistake of doing something so stupid that they're found out. It's obvious that they're idiots, but they still think that they could have gotten away with it if it weren't for those meddling kids. <laughs> I'll take a you know cue from a Scooby-Doo type of episode or script. True crime is littered with idiots like this, often highly educated, intelligent, privileged people who hatch plans to remove a spouse or a rival business partner or something, and they combine the superficial cunning with breathtaking omissions of basic common sense. You or I could do much better, except we wouldn't because we're not psychopathic. I mean, the, the, the fact seems to be that being psychopathic enough to want to do these things renders you, by and large, incapable of doing them successfully or plausibly. So their lack of empathy makes them ruthless, but also incapable of reasoning to the extent of creating and interlocking three-dimensional narratives of innocence. And the point here being that the minds behind this fear-mongering psyop are exactly the same kind as those idiot criminals, and their motives are just as base, like greed, gain, power, other pointless things. The conspirators crank it up a few notches, but just like these idiot criminals with the smoking gun, their shenanigans are dizzy, they're a dizzying mishmash of ruthless cunning and utter simple-minded incompetence. This is why I bemoan the fact that people want to continue to hear more about COVID-19 when things have been said over and over again. And yet the idiots of the bought and paid for science and our president, see, they seem to see themselves as infallible truth-tellers, all the while demanding segregation because the purveyors of this criminal enterprise is claiming that there is a pandemic of the unvaccinated, when only about 45% of the country still have not even received their first dose. I've been noticing that this whole COVID-19 affair is turning into a really good example of idiot criminals in the news. It's so obvious that most people are incredulous, though, to the, to the buffoonery because the media tries so hard, so hard, to make the spokespeople that tout the science so infallible. So infallible. It's insane. And I'm hoping you're noticing this because yesterday I just lost it. I, I was on On Beyond Zero. I lost it because I was thinking to myself, my God. I get I get emails all the time saying, you're a voice in the wilderness about COVID. Well, I guess I'm a voice that wants to get out of the freaking wilderness. I want to get on with my life. I want to get on with Christmas. I want to get on with Thanksgiving. I want to get on with dignity and love. And I want to get on with all that. And I hope you do too. I hope you remember how good it was to live and have a great life instead of feeling so awkward about trying to start over again. But that is how people are because they've been beaten senseless psychologically about COVID-19. And it continues. And we need to say stop. We need to say enough is enough. 
503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I know you have an opinion on this. We'd love to hear from you tonight. Opening the phones for you. 503-225-0860. We'll be back. I'm Clegg Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at aftermath.media. It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's aftermath.media. That's aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.